Welcome to Brooks in Babylon, and this is day number 34 of our 40-day fast. Our text for today can be found in the book of Daniel, chapter 10, verses 1 through 3. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a message was revealed to Daniel, whose name was called Belteshazzar. The message was true, but the appointed time was long, and he understood the message and had understanding of the vision. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. I ate no pleasant food, no meat or wine came into my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all till three whole weeks were fulfilled. Have you ever had to wait for something? I mean, really wait. Not like how you wait for an order at a fast food place or waiting in the doctor's office. While both can be long, that is not the kind of waiting I'm referring to. I'm talking about the wait for a test result or the wait for a package to arrive that you ordered or even the wait on the answer to prayer. When we participate in a fast of any type, we are signing up to wait. And now we see Daniel in chapter 10. Um, according to historians, he should be in his early 90s. The idea now he is probably no longer working for the government uh, based on Daniel chapter one. Uh, that last verse lets us know that he works until the first year of Cyrus. Commentators believe he may have been too old to take the trip back to Jerusalem and he was now living his remaining days in this foreign land. Such is the case for many people who had to come to this country. They have lived life here and now in their golden years, for whatever reason, don't go home. They know the culture here. It's just not their culture. And this is where we find Daniel living out his days and struggling with the visions God has given him. In the third year of King Cyrus, the message that Daniel received sent him to mourning or fasting for a full three weeks. One of the ways that Jews let people know that they were fasting was they did not oil or anoint their skin. <laughs> they were just ashy. Daniel, however, decides to fast. He wanted to wait on God for a better understanding of what he had seen. One commentator writes it this way. There was then still something which Daniel did not understand, but in reference to which he earnestly desired light. This fast was an indication of his waiting on God to reveal more detailed information about what was to come for Israel. Mark Buchanan in his book, Your God is Too Safe, says this about fasting. He says, fasting is a God-led, spirit-driven activity. 
It is not just your own idea. It is not a legalistic requirement. It is not a work we perform. It is not a weight loss technique. It is not a hunger strike. No, it is a God and spirit work, a response to the leading and guiding of the Godhead. In fact, fasting begins with a hunger for more of God's direction in your life. Fasting is born of an appetite for more of God's presence, wanting God to lead. The fast that Daniel took on was born from a holy discontent. Daniel wanted or needed God to do more in his life. Even at this ripe old age, he still wanted more from God. Many of us could benefit by making a commitment to fast more than once a year. To take time to lean into what God wants to do in you is never a waste. And we learn through his petition that God answers him. In verse 5, a heavenly being shows up to walk Daniel through the prophecies concerning Persia and Greece. Fasting is a taming of the appetite, whatever the appetite is. For many, the appetite is for food. So naturally, there is a time where you limit your consumption in order to give God control. For others like me, food isn't the issue. It's media. I'm driven to consume information. So my fast deals with my appetite for media. For even others, your appetite is for something else or a mix of what I've already stated. Fasting takes control away from you and shows you and I who we really are. We are people who are driven by our appetites and not the spirit of God. Fasting allows us to get back in touch with that spirit of God. I don't believe Daniel set out to fast for as long as he did. He just knew what troubled him and he needed God to fix it. So he was willing to wait until he heard from God. What I love about Daniel's posture in fasting is that he was heard. And like we reflected yesterday, there was an action. One writer puts it like this. The angel has been sent in response to Daniel's earnest prayer. The angel himself is engaged in spiritual war in heaven. There are wars going on all the time. There is the war that takes place in the natural, that's in the world that we can perceive and takes place around us. But there is also a war occurring in the spiritual, the unseen world. And this is confirmed in Ephesians 6.12, where it says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. While you and I wait for our breakthrough in this war, let us trust that there are ministering angels dispatched for our dangerous waiting. Prayer activity. Number one, 
Are you seeing progress in your spiritual life as a result of your fasting? Have you seen changes in yourself personally? Talk about it with your family or your prayer partner. Number two, are you willing to commit to more opportunities to wait on the Lord through fasting as the year progresses? If so, take some time to schedule it. And number three, pray for your family, your prayer partner, as you build new rhythms for your spiritual journey.